when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Liu. The Raptors Over Everything Podcast is brought to you by our official sponsor, Kentucky Fried Chicken, the new official food of basketball. So make sure you're never missing buckets. Order yours online at kfc.ca and get it before tip-off. So I'm recapping the Toronto Raptors' 120-115 to 115 loss to the Indiana Pacers in overtime. And look, man, there's no more no more moral victories, not for the defending champions. I don't, I don't care. A loss is a loss. Give the Pacers full credit. You know, uh, a couple of tough calls in the fourth quarter, a couple of tough calls in the overtime period. But realistically, the Pacers won this game flat out because they hit some massive, massive shots. So you got to give guys like uh, Aaron Holiday a ton of credit. Um, definitely an eye-opening experience from him. And, of course, you got to give uh, Miles Turner a bunch of credit, too, because he hit some big threes. And whatever. It is what it is. The Pacers made a bunch of shots. And they're shorthanded, too. They're on the second half of back-to-back. Just tip your hat to them. Um, I'd never wear a hat because my head's too big. But, you know, like if I had one, I'd tip it. But, uh, you know, just with the Raptors themselves. Like, I'm just I'm just so proud. I'm so proud to watch this team. Because, like, yo, they, they don't know what it's like to quit. They just don't. They never quit. If you look at it this year, the Raptors have played 30 games. They're 21-9 now. They played 30 games. First of all, 21-9, pretty damn good record. But still, they played 30 games now. They have, blown, they have been blown out exactly one time. And that was when Kawhi Leonard and the uh, Clippers came to town. And, uh, you know, the Raptors lost by 20 in that game. But... You think about that once in 30 games, especially in the modern NBA with so many threes being shot, so much tanking going on, so much load management, everything like that. You know, teams get blown out left, right and center, man. I've seen some damn good teams get blown out. The Raptors one time in 30 games. It's just it's super impressive. And this team is just it speaks to sort of just how competitive they are. Like this team, no matter what you say about them, they're shorthanded right now. Very, very shorthanded. Uh, they're exhausted. They obviously, um, you know. Played all out last night uh, to complete the greatest comeback in the NBA in in over a decade and a greatest comeback in the Raptors history, at least regular season wise. I, I still think the twenty six to five uh, the, to three run against the uh, the Bucks was was definitely up there. But um, this team just never knows when to say die. They do not say die. There's so much heart in this team. Like they're shorthanded. Whatever they got heart. They got a lot, a lot of heart. And when I come back out of this game, you know, like whatever they lost, it's it's it is what it is. The Pacers made some plays, cool, but like what I remember from this game is the way Kyle Lowry stepped up for the team, Raptors like dead in the water into the end of the third quarter there, um, you know, trailing by double digits or whatever. Kyle Lowry hits two threes and then hits a driving layup, driving the full length of the court with like six seconds left. Uh, uh, you know, he, he, he just grabs the rebound, goes all the way coast to coast like he's Russell Westbrook or something. And that gets the Raptors right back into the game. I think about the amount of heart that a guy like Terrence Davis showed as a undrafted rookie. Fourth quarter, 
you know, the Raptors need some offense. Back-to-back threes from Terrence Davis, who at that point, entering the fourth quarter, was scoreless and 0-5 from deep. So, you know, the young rookie stepping up, hitting two threes. No fear in his heart whatsoever. And then what happens? Kyle needs a breather. He's been he's been willing this team back to life. The Raptors are in it. Fred Van Vliet comes back in. What does he do? Well, I mean, Fred, honestly, kind of had some struggles in this game. You know, had a couple shots blocked, whatever. You know, Kyle Lowry goes to the bench. What does Fred do? Immediately, back-to-back layups. One, reverse layup. The other time, you know, he's in transition and just hits turbo and just blows by the defense. It goes all the way in for a layup. We know he's not 100% yet. You know what I mean? Like, since he's come back with that knee, he hasn't really had, like, a full-on Fred Van Vliet kind of performance. You know, I think of what Fred did there. And then more than anything else, when I when I think about Hart on this team by the Raptors, I think about Rondé Hollis Jefferson, man. This guy, like, first off, <laughs> just, you know, the amount of physical abuse and punishment this man takes just by design is kind of wild because the Raptors are obviously without their starting front court. Like, think about that. Starting center, Marcus Gasol. Starting power forward, Pascal Siakam. Both out of the lineup. So the Raptors are small. They got Ibaka at five, OG at four, Pat McCaw at three. And the Pacers over there are start two seven footers. Like it, it's just, it's different. It's just a different, different kind of um, lineup out there. And, um, you know, it, you, you need a lot of players to play bigger. And that's what, that's what Rondé has been doing all season. But especially in the last two games here when the Raptors being undersized, you know, when you watch back in the fourth quarter, that comeback Rondé guarding guys like Chris Stapps, you know, Maxi Kleber, all these other guys bigger than him, it doesn't matter. Rondé is going to win that ball. Um, and he's going to fight for that ball. And the amount of physical abuse he just takes by going up against bigger players consistently um, is so commendable. But then you factor in a night like tonight where a lot of freak things happen. Like, for example, Serge Ibaka drove in the middle of the lane for a dunk, and somehow he kicked Rondé Hollis Jefferson in the head. And Rondé's down. And he's dazed, but he gets back up. He stays in the game. And then later in the game, Rondé, first off, the possession before that, you know, he's covering two guys. One guy on the wing and the guy in the corner. Flies out, contests the shot in the wing, forces the pass to the corner, then somehow flies into the corner and contests that shot, forces a miss. Raptors go the other way. Rondé gets the ball uh, off a pass from Kyle Lowry, cutting back door. And then Rondé gets undercut by DeMontis Sabonis under the rim. And it's a scary, scary, scary sight, man. Rondé falls flat on his back. And that hurts, man. He's falling on his tailbone, whatever. It's just like he's just down. He's dazed. It was very, very, very scary to watch that happen. And you're thinking, oh, my God, not another Raptors injury. And especially not to a guy like Rondé, who's just, you know, been playing a hard out. But what does Rondé do? Gets back up, shoots the free throws, you know, whatever. He goes one of two there. Um, but then, you know, on defense, he's hobbling. You could tell he's not moving right. And what does he do? He blocks Miles Turner. Miles Turner is a seven footer. You know what I mean? And, and, and Rondé is six foot, what, seven. And, you know, with a bad back, that, that's definitely hurting at that point. He's, he's just like limping around and he jumps up the block as seven footer. Like the amount of heart on this team is, is just amazing, you know? And, and, you know, the Raptors fight out of this hole, um, you know, they're on the road. It's a hostile environment. Pacers fans chanting flopper at Kyle Lowry. You know, Kyle Lowry hitting them with three after three and then layups and all these kind of crazy shots. Fred Van Vliet hit it like an Like, literally, he just signed a deal with An one was making An one moves. All right. He looked looking like the professor out there. It's like a spinning. 
he like he pivoted and then he spun back into the middle of the lane and then he sort of like hung in the air and sort of hit like a bang shot from like 15 feet ridiculous stuff with the shot clock running out in the fourth quarter just insane by fred van Vliet. fred then picking off guys like jeremy lamb at half court bringing it inside uh to cut the lead to one you know with like less than a minute left in overtime and stuff like that but, i mean you know just the heart shown by this team man like it's just you have to it's so commendable it's so much fun to watch this team and again whatever they lost in overtime you know um Aaron Holiday was just insane like honestly the Raptors should have just won this game in regulation period but Aaron Holiday stepped up in the at the end of fourth quarter there hit like two or three pull-up jumpers and then had a couple of nice assists to the to Pacers in the corner and stuff like that um and you know he stepped up and in overtime he hit another two threes and, you know, Miles Turner got open for three, and then another one, he had a super contested three with the shot clock running down. The ball, like, basically, he caught the ball, with the hand up here, and then just instantly flicked it up. Well, Kyle Lowry's right underneath him, like, in his face, and he hit that three, too. So, whatever. Again, you just tip your cap to whatever. The, the, the Pacers, they played with a lot of heart, too. They won the game tonight. They hit more shots. The Pacers hit 18 threes. You know? Okay. Cool. Yeah, You know, on average, the Pacers uh, are the make the third fewest threes in the NBA. On a per-game basis, only the uh, San Antonio Spurs, who are stuck in the 1990s with DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge, uh, and also, quite honestly, Greg Popovich, um, and the Golden State Warriors, who have, like, two-and-a-half legitimate NBA players on the roster right now, uh, hit fewer threes per game than the Indiana Pacers, who shoot, like, like 9.5 threes per game. They hit 18 threes tonight. And, yeah, the Raptors gave them a lot of attempts, but still. You play by the percentages. There's no Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, obviously, Victor Oladipo hasn't played this year. You know you're gonna, and you have two giant players in the middle of the lane there, and the Raptors are super shorthanded in the front court. You, you take your chances from three, and you know what? Again, you give the Pacers a lot of credit. They hit 18 threes. What are you gonna do? The Raptors hit 11, and like honestly, cutting into the fourth quarter, they were just that the number was so comically low, just as it was against the uh, the Mavs. But you know. The Raptors fought, man. They fought. They 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 really really fought, and, and I just I love watching this team right now. You know, I, I don't even have that much else to say about this team really, other than just like I'm so proud of them. Um, they're again like the fact that they're so shorthanded means they have no structure, no size. They're giving up concessions all over the place, but like everyone is just totally committed. No one is saying quit. Nobody, nobody. And I, I, you know what I love right now? I love how into the game Nick Nurse is. Like, Nick Nurse is taking a technical foul every game, just complaining to referees, getting on them, just, you know, every single play. And there's a lot of plays where, you know what, yeah, the referees are just, you know, shorthanding or shorting the Raptors. But, you know what, Nick Nurse is on these officials. Why? Because he wants to motivate his team, man. He wants to motivate his team. They're shorthanded. They're fighting. They're not, they're not saying die. And Nick Nurse wants to join the cause. And, you know. Yeah, again, it's just uh, I love this game. I love this game. It was an incredibly entertaining game. I feel really proud of them. And you know, uh, I said after the uh, the Mavs game, I was like, "Yo, if you're gonna win, especially with all these guys out of the lineup, especially against better teams, teams that are competent and not like the Wizards or like the you know the Pistons or or whoever else have been playing recently." If you're gonna win against these shorthanded teams, uh, well, you know uh, these good teams with, with a shorthanded roster, you need to play all out. And it's not realistic to expect a team to play all out every single game, the full quarter. 
or the full four quarters. Like it's just, you know, it's just not realistic. But at the same time, the Raptors in every one of these games will have a moment where they say, we're going to give it a shot here. <laughs> we're going to give it a shot. I know we've been screwing around for the first, like, you know, uh, two quarters, three quarters, whatever. But usually Kyle Lowry comes in and says, hey, let's give it a shot. And that's what happened today. Kyle Lowry, you know, leading the charge. Terrence Davis, Fred Van Vliet, Ronnie Hollis Jefferson joining him. Um, and everyone just giving it what it got. And um, honestly, they, they they came very close to getting the win. They really did. I mean, the Raptors led for a lot of the fourth quarter there. Again, Aaron Holiday, uh, a second-year point guard. Yeah, he, the man really stepped up. Like, you would think without Brogdon, the Raptors have an easier time. But nah, man, I can't imagine Brogdon, you know, making the kind of clutch plays that uh, Aaron Holiday was making. Not that Brogdon is not good and not capable of making the same plays, but just, man, Aaron Holiday was insanely, insanely good. He looked like Drew Holiday out there tonight. Uh, but, you know, Kyle was making some... Cr- crazy shots and you know the crowd chanting his name and so you know chanting his name chanting uh flopper at him and him going back and forth and then him showing his you know pointing to the the ring finger and telling them hey you know the M- defending nba champion also kyle lowry at his age you know like i i feel almost dumb bringing this back up but like you know i looked at it in the off season the history of nba point guards or a- nba players six feet or shorter at the age of 33 and above, Kyle Lowry's 33, he's about to turn 34. Even averaging like 12 points per game while playing like at least 70 games is like unprecedented. Or even 65 games is like unprecedented. There's like John Stockton and then there's some like random players in there. Like Tim Hardaway randomly had one of those years. But it's like a super, super short list. And it's basically just John Stockton. And you look at Kyle Lowry. Last night, 32 points. You know, 20 in the fourth quarter tonight. 30 points in 44 minutes, shooting 10 of 21 from the field, 5 of 12 from deep. This guy is incredible. He's a magician. Like the way he just wills this team to win and to, to compete and to get up. And he just, you know, like it's not even just like the scoring, but like the passing, like the the two passes that he found where Terrence Davis cutting back door and also Ronnie Hollis Jefferson cutting back door and, and Lowry finding those guys is just amazing. And honestly, the the swagger that Lowry's playing with is just, I missed this. I really did. You know, all of last year, we didn't really see a lot of swaggering Kyle Lowry moments. Uh, it was it was mostly about Kawhi's team. You know, it was Pascal's team. Danny Green hit some game winners. Serge hits like a game-winning three, you know, on the road uh, against the Wizards, like that. Kyle Lowry, you know, he had to wait until the playoffs to really assert himself. And even then, he asserted himself in a game, but he wouldn't, you know, assert himself the whole way. He would turn the reins over to Kawhi or whoever. This year, especially with Pascal out, Kyle is just back to like, yo, like, I'm a future Hall of Famer. I'm the greatest Raptor player in NBA in, in, in franchise history. I've contributed to so many wins. And... I'm going to just take over and lead the charge. And it's, again, it's just so impressive. At his age, to do what he's been doing, kind of injury, he broke his hand, and, you know, like, and he's back, and he's hitting all these pull-up threes. And, it, like, the driving game is amazing. Uh, he somehow keeps getting to the free-throw line. Um, you know, he's he, he the last couple of games, he's hit some really, really tough push shots, whether that's, like, you know, over a guy or, um, you know, tonight, for example, he had some over seven footers. He had that and one against the line right against the Mavericks. Tonight, he had some, you know, floaters over some seven footers, bank shots, stuff like that. Like, just tough stuff, man. Kyle, 
Kyle's just amazing. And, like, you know, it's just, we, everyone, we, as Raptors fans, we just take him for granted all the time. Like, you know, there's no way to fully appreciate how good he is. It's just, he's, he's, he's really spoiled us. And, uh, Kyle's phenomenal tonight. And, you know, there were, I saw a little tiny bit of bickering about Kyle taking a step back three, you know, to end regulation. Raptors got the stop and had the ball with like 15 seconds left. It was tied, uh, you know, 107 all. And down the last possession, the Raptors had a timeout. Kyle Lowry walks right by Nick Nurse on the sideline. It seems like I would assume they discussed something about what they were going to do. But Nick ultimately decides not to call timeout. Kyle Lowry gets the, you know, sees Jeremy Lamb one-on-one and uh, step back, got separation, got the shot off. And honestly, the shot was just, just short. And it went to overtime. And, you know, some people were complaining, like, oh, you know, maybe Nick should have ran a play and stuff like that. It's like, I mean, what are we talking about over here, man? What you're missing is the fact that Kyle Lowry is, like, the swagger is fully back, the confidence is fully back. Like, the fact that he even, the Raptors even in a position where they had the ball in the, to end regulation with with a chance to win the game, that was all on Kyle Lowry. Like, Kyle Lowry willed this team. And uh, he fully deserved that shot, in my opinion. So I have no issues with that shot, especially considering, you know, whatever. You run a play. So what? Like, what are you going to do? Like, the Pacers are still going to cra- collapse the paint, and you're probably still going to get a contested three. You run a screen with Kyle Lowry, you're probably going to draw a trap or stuff like that. You know, whatever. Kyle Lowry was able to kill the clock, take the last shot. It rimmed out, whatever. They went to overtime. They had a chance to win it. And the Pacers hit a whole bunch of dumb threes, and that's it. It's like, all right, cool. But, you, you know, that's life. You just live with it. So... I thought Kyle was great, uh, and it's been such an enjoyable experience to watch Kyle. Um, you know, I, again, I can't say enough about Rondé, man. This guy, this, this guy, I just hope he's physically okay. Like he really deserves a bath after this game, just like a, just like a long salt water bath. Just like, um, you know, I don't know what Alex McKechnie's gonna give him or something like that. But just damn, this guy is breaking his body every game to play, and he, tonight he played thirty eight minutes. Was just such a force. On defense and also contributing where he could on offense, you know, drawing fouls like that. But I mean, like he's like playing power forward while like Miles Turner is out there. You know what I mean? Like he's going up against Sabonis and he's winning offensive rebounds. Like the heart that this guy shows is crazy. And even a guy like Fred Van Lee, man. I, I mean, the way Fred is able to just step up in the fourth quarter and overtime, and when the stakes are higher, Fred Van Lee steps up his game. Ice cold, you know, like just like, just like ice in his veins, you know, like stepping up, hitting pull-up threes and stuff like that. Like, it's just, <sighs> yeah. I mean, you, you you wish you had the win tonight, but you can't argue with the effort whatsoever from the Raptors. In terms of your three stars, Kyle Lowry, obviously number one star, 30 points um, on 10 of 21 shooting, 5 of 12 from deep, 5 of 6 from the free throw line, 6 rebounds, 9 assists, a steal in 44 minutes. Yeah, you have 5 turnovers, whatever, but. You know, the most important stat is that uh, he's an NBA champion, and uh, he reminded Pacers fans of that. Um, you know, they wouldn't know what that looks like. The last time they won a championship was, uh, what, the ABA or something like that, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, a lot, of them, a lot of them don't know what that feeling is like. Actually, the Pacers really, all, all they know is the feeling of losing in the first round in the last couple of years because, uh, what, 2016, you know, Norman Powell did that thing to them. Uh, after that, I think they missed the playoffs, and then Paul George got hurt, and then he came back, and LeBron was there. Uh, yeah, and then last year, I mean, yo, you know, they got hurt again, but, you know, still in the first round. So Kyle Lowry just showing them, like, hey, listen, there's there's levels to it, you know. Uh, in terms of the second star, 
Uh, I'm giving that to uh, I'm giving that to Ronda. You know what? Screw it. You know the stats aren't necessarily always there. Eight points, nine rebounds, six assists, three blocks in 38 minutes. But like, come on, man! It just in terms of the pure hustle and stuff like that, like he's almost in that Bismarck Bianco territory of just like being able to just rally and his his all out hustle and effort really defines this team right now, especially when they're shorthanded. Um, you know, def- willing to defend anybody, literally one through five, and he will take on anybody. Like after he got his back broken by Sabonis, he wins two offensive rebounds off of him. Also, he, another one where he, he failed to get the offensive rebound and he got called for the loose ball foul, but he like smacked Sabonis across the back. And as someone watching this game, I was cursing Sabonis' name repeatedly. And I was like, you know what? I'm kind of happy someone smacked him. You know? Yeah. It was making me a bad person. Whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bad sport. But still, I kind of really enjoyed Ryan Hollis Jefferson smacking Sabonis on the back. Um, but you just look at it, man. Like, three blocks. And just, like, the efficiency and the passing, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Rondé, when he's out there offensively, you know, his, his role's limited. Especially against a team like the Pacers who have such great rim protection. They're such a disciplined team defensively as well. It's not going to be easy for Rondé to get his points off. But at the same time, man, the six assists on a night like this where the Raptors weren't hitting a lot of outside shots that were 11 of 40 from from deep. Um, you know, Rondé really did make a couple of great passes, including one to Fred Van Vliet to, uh, to, to give the Raptors an advantage there in the fourth quarter. So I just love the way Rondé played. And again, man, this guy got kicked in the face by Ibaka. He got his back broken and stuff like that. Uh, and he's still doing what he's doing. He's just truly, truly inspirational performance. And then third star, I'll probably give that to uh, to Fred. Even though, I, I don't know, man, Fred had a weird slow start, but, I mean, you look at the end of the game. 21 points, 11 assists, you know, two steals, two blocks, 8 of 18 from the field. <sighs> That's pretty good in 41 minutes, and we know he's not 100% either. So, um, I, I thought Fred was good. And, and um, you know, in terms of the the uh, the Gerald Henderson Award, I mean, you know, there's only one possible option for that. That's uh, Aaron Holiday. Uh, 19 points and 10 assists with only one turnover in 31 minutes. And in the fourth quarter, man, down the stretch, he made every single play for the Pacers. Like, the, the Pacers had nothing going. Nothing. Nothing. The Raptors were running away with the game. Not running away, but they were definitely – they had all the momentum. And Aaron Holiday steps up, makes a bunch of jumpers, uh, makes a bunch of passes. And honestly, the Raptors, you know, they were they were prioritizing defending the paint. Like, Ibaka was going inside – uh, you know, they got Sabonis in there. They got, they got, they got Turner in there. Even a guy like Warren's as legit six, eight, you know, pretty good rebounder. Uh, you know, the Raptors were prioritizing paint defense. And so Aaron holiday stepped up, hit a bunch of these shots. I, I don't know. That's kind of the Raptors defensive like strategy at that time. You know, when you're, when you're small inside, you have to really, you know, drop back and just protect the paint. That's what the Raptors did. And, you know, uh, you know, you just got to tip your hat to a guy like Aaron holiday for hitting all these threes, man. To be honest, I did not know he had it in him, but he also made some impressive cross court passes, and it's just it's just wild because I remember watching Aaron Holiday and like the Raptors play the Pacers in summer league. Aaron Holiday's out there and man shot like three of twenty four or something. Like Terrence Davis sunned him, so it's a little surprising that uh, he, he he killed the Raptors so bad in this one. But he he was really a killer in this one. And then your Pat Patterson Award. I mean, I don't even know, man. It's it's hard to give one. Like, I don't want to get on McCaw. Like, he's just limited. It is what it is. Right? This wasn't a game for McCaw. It wasn't a really quicker, smaller guy to guard. I mean, you could have him out there against Aaron Holiday, I guess. But are you going to take Fred or Kyle off the floor for their offense? No way. So, you know, I don't know. Boucher, I guess Boucher. But, I mean, like, it was just a bad matchup for Boucher. It's not like a bad, like, 
game necessarily. It's just like he's too skinny to handle a guy like Sabonis. It just is what it is. Sabonis was like running through him. Like he was a you know screen door, just bust right through the guy. So I don't know. Um, yeah. So you know what? No Pat Patterson award tonight. Just everyone played with a lot of heart. Uh, in terms of your KC bucket of the game, I gotta go with that fat man lead bucket, man. I still don't know how he made it, but late shot clock, getting pressured. Uh, Fred drives in the lane, stops, pivots, you know, jumps off one leg. You know, hanging in the air and then floating and it hits like a leaning jump shot. It's, it's ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. And, um, yeah, what an impressive shot. And honestly, Fred had a whole bunch of KC bucks of the game. Genesis is in the fourth quarter and, and, and overtime and stuff like that. When he, when he picked out Jeremy Lamb, I was like, yo, the Raptors really have a chance. But then, you know, Aaron Holiday hit a three. And uh, it was unfortunate. And honestly, you know, the only one thing I would nitpick from this game is that, like, I did wish Ibaka showed a little bit more hustle and and compete on defense again like the the strategy was to drop back it really was and so if guys hit shots you can't all of a sudden say Ibaka's lazy or whatever like the, the strategy was for Ibaka to drop back but it did feel like in the fourth quarter there and in overtime some key moments I wish Ibaka made a couple of better reads and just you know not necessarily improvise and break the defense because you can't really do that as a center that's how you end up you know bleeding a ton of points but I wish I wish he you know made a couple of reads there and made the life just a little bit more difficult for a guy like Holiday, but ultimately Holiday bit hit a bunch of shots, and I, I really can't blame Ibaka for that. So it's just a tough game, man. Whatever the Raptors were shorthanded, uh, they, they you know they had a great chance to win it, they couldn't get it done, but they made a huge comeback. Um, they showed a ton of heart, and uh, I don't know, nothing to really complain about. Honestly, it's just very proud of watching this team, uh, and you know I'm, I have no complaints. So thanks everyone for listening. Uh, thanks to KFC's response to the podcast, and I will be back on. Christmas Day to uh, recap the Raptors uh, game against uh, the Celtics. I, I really, really, really hope they win that one. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.